You're listening to the Porch Time Podcast. I'm so excited. Are we doing this? I think we're doing this. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Okay, well, this is like a different episode than we've ever done. This is our truest selves. I think mm-hmm. we're funny, we're silly. we don't take our What is this, think... a dating profile? Like, oh, okay, weird. we're not that funny, but we do, I will say, for the end of every month, we are going to do a little check-in episode where yeah. we check in with you all, talk about the other episodes, mm-hmm. what we thought about them, what we learned from them. Yeah. perspective have a little fun get a little serious yeah you know. on a on a more serious note right now it's been an insane adventure the last couple of weeks we filmed we filmed we recorded three episodes so far so we'll discuss them today but it's been oh we've launched three episodes but we've recorded more than that have we no well we have a lot next week yeah, but I mean, we have them set up, but True. we don't have them recorded yet. That's yeah. why we're recording this today, so we can only speak on the episodes we've heard so far. Exactly. want to be then, fresh in that yeah, moment. Exactly. And also, I think for both of us, I mean, we kind of knew from previous conversations with people, with our community, that these were the topics that we wanted to discuss, but we've learned so much like from each person where we sat in the room like... Oh my God! What's well, happening? Well, when they leave, we have to unpack it together. Yeah. We're like, wait, yeah. What? They've come at like six p.m. and we leave here at like nine thirty because we're sitting without them for like another half an hour, being like, "That's insane! How amazing is that person?" And half the time we're sweating because we can't believe how <laughs> well it's going. Like truly, we're like, yeah. "Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my!" Not nervous yeah. sweats, yeah. like really taking it all in, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think, too, why we're doing this is because as much as we want to share these stories, we're also very interested in them ourselves, and we're learning while you're learning. Yes. Truly. Especially coming at it from this angle of not being parents, not being moms, not having babies yet, not even being near that in our life. Both Mm. of us are not on that path yet, and... And that's also why I started all the babies with my mom. She brought in the mom perspective. I didn't have that. I think that that was a really needed. Most baby brands, of course, are founded by mothers, typically, (laughs) you know? So we're creating a different angle. We're looking at it from a different view, from a different perspective. And what you can take from it, whether you want to have kids, don't want to have kids, whatever, whether you're a man, woman, however you identify, it's like... Yeah. Like, for example, I think that, I mean, like, so episode wise Val's story was very centered in motherhood and what it was like to be a person but also be mother and what it was like to balance those two but then Mm -hmm. for example I think that that's very specific I would say to like being female yes Um, I mean like obviously as a dad or as a man you have similar vibes but I think as women we get there's an expectation, I think, from, like, the 50s and, like, past yeah. generations that you're mother and nothing else. And I think that's what Val talked about. But, for example, Brandy talks a lot about anxiety yeah. and trauma. And that's a universal thing. That's not, like, a female or um, motherhood-related topic. So I think there's definitely a lot of information that's relevant for anyone of any gender. 
it, you know? Absolutely. And it feels too like each episode in itself is almost like a little therapy session. I can't explain it. Like what you're hearing. Yeah, completely. You're like, oh, actually, I, I was going through something last week where this really helped. Like yeah. even on the topic of anxiety, for example, with Brandy, like you've struggled with anxiety and you're yeah. very open about it. And like she was giving how she handles anxiety and you're like yeah and I mm-hmm. had to handle it this way but hearing you say this it's yeah a really great perspective yeah I think Brandy was the most interesting to me in the way that I've struggled with anxiety for a really long time and I think hearing her story made me realize that that's something that like you don't overcome as soon as it happens. And this is something that I've learned as well and that I've really had to sit with is like sometimes you have an an anxious moment and it's the first time you felt that way. You don't understand it. I I panic. Like I panic really bad. And because I just don't understand where it's coming from, I'm thinking like hypochondriac moment. Like I'm like, am I sick? What's happening? And you take it to a 10 and exactly. your body doesn't know how mm-hmm. to settle. And that for me is always like for a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month. Like I have these panic attacks, I have these anxious moments about the same thing. Like for example, sleep. Like I went on vacation and I was so terribly jet lagged that I, I did not sleep for five days straight. I and I thought that. I was going to die. It was... And at the end, it wasn't even that I was still jet lagged. It was that my anxiety was so, so, so high that I would not let myself sleep because I was so afraid of going into sleep. And I think when I heard Brandy talk, it like, she had such calmness about her anxiety. And she got through that through like her ketamine um, therapy. Yeah. And that was really a beautiful thing for her. It made a lot of sense for her, but I could never because I know myself, I would just get so anxious. But um, even that process feels. Yeah, I know. I feel the same. But hearing it from her, her mindset after, even hearing the mindset, really was me being like, okay, so next time you have something new happen to yourself, like sit with this for a moment, and the first response shouldn't be like fight. Yeah. It should be like, a, why does this make sense? Like, why am I having? This it's reaction? awareness. It's yeah. sitting with yourself and being like, who am I? Yeah. I'm. Yola, I am. Where am I? That like she walked was us she, through that. Yeah, her oh mantra, so good. I felt like it, I was in a meditation app. Yeah. <laughs> like I went yeah. there. I was like, oh, it's so grounding, and I think it's a tool for everything in life that comes yeah. up. Like yeah. I am someone who gets very stressed, which mm. you've seen, and I hold my stress like in my neck, for example. Like that's yeah. the part of my body where I hold it, so I know when I'm feeling all the stress, and I know that the stress is future focused it's induced Mm. in this idea of oh what's going to happen when or this it's it has nothing to do with the present if i'm sitting in the present and i'm like oh actually like let me just refocus into myself like her mantra and her exercise oh my gosh suddenly the tension releases suddenly the energy is calm you're present you're aware it's like i mean i always talk about it in the sense of, I don't know why I always think of this. Do you remember when you would get 
at the beginning of a school year a really intense assignment like a 10 page oh paper or something and you're yep. like oh my gosh oh my gosh this is gonna be so crazy and then you end up not writing it until like two days before it's due duh <laughs> but you're like panic paper and then you actually go and sit down to do it and you're like that wasn't so bad yeah it's the fear of the thing before the thing actually happens it, it, and that's also like what I've learned over the last couple of years you cannot predict the future what you think is going to happen never happens and when in it fact, comes it comes well me and Yola always laugh and joke because we're obsessed with Aaron and Sarah Foster's podcast the world's first yeah. podcast we listen to it all the time and Sarah always says that rejection is redirection is God's protection or like things along the lines mm. of Again, this idea of not predicting, because like even looking at our life right now, sitting here, I would have never expected this moment would be here, but every single yeah. path led us here. Yeah. And if I would have planned for that, expected that, mm. did something differently, I don't think I would be here with yeah. you. Yeah. I speechless again. I, I mean, this and I'm just trying to think like what else has had a similar note in our conversations and I think also like Val's entire like meeting Zach her husband and like that whole structure is the most not concentrating on what could go wrong but just going with it and hoping that it will go well and I think like she's a very religious person that definitely plays into it I think that if you know someone's watching over you then you just go with it versus me being an atheist. I'm always like, everything's in my control. Like, everything's <laughs> going to go wrong. Like, it's so funny because we just talked about this as well, is I'm a very pessimistic person when it comes to work things specifically, but I also am just, like, anxious, as we've talked about always. And Drew is, like, overly positive and, like... Too much sometimes unrealistically (laughs) positive at work and it's so interesting because we balance each other out so well but then when she gets down and like where it starts worrying I like get super uh, positive and optimistic about everything and it's like we're trying to protect each other all the time like balance and I think the releasing of you know, there's always going to be outside forces. And I feel like that's been a theme in every episode. Yeah. It's about how you take control, about how you handle, about your experience. Even something that Sinmia touched on so beautifully as a doula specifically, because mm. she's so deep in that world and that work and health. She's all about being grounded to earth and what you're putting in your body. And like, she was very much like my job as a doula is to take you on the journey that you want. It might not be the journey that I had, that I agree with, whatever that looks like, but it's about supporting you Mm -hmm. in every way of life. And if we could just take that on as human beings and everyday life and just trusting in every way, this is my experience, this is your experience, this is how we're coming together in this experience, Like this is how you handle a situation, this is how I handle a situation which we now do so I mean we've created beautiful balance but it is even that theme in itself is so yeah key yeah and also the fact like we've talked about this in our first episode but like that your journey is your journey 
and it's no one else's like yeah. we all have connected points but that's it like I can't speak on your experiences you can't speak on mine that's like something that hearing from these women has really like driven itself home just they some of them have similar experiences but completely different ways of handling them yeah. and there's also I've learned like there's not one correct way at all ever and that's what we're trying to do here too even listening to these three episodes Val's journey through adoption and fostering might be a very different experience from another family's mm-hmm. journey through adoption and fostering yeah. her meeting her husband her family life that dynamic Brandy's experience and unlearning trauma and how she handled her miscarriages in yeah. like raising her family her experience with psychedelic therapy that might not be what you want to do but to hear her lens on it exactly did create something in yeah. you that doesn't mean you're going to go and do it but no but also like just because I'm doing something doesn't mean you have to do it and I think just because Brandy did that doesn't mean I have to do it and I'm not judging her for doing it that's like that's the message Truly, and even Sinmia eating the way she eats and practicing the health wow, practices yeah. that she practices. Like, I wish I could even yeah. tr- scratch the surface of that, too. And Such devotion. Oh Sinmia has such devotion for life and such devotion to herself. Ugh. Like, how many times a day am I just like, oh my God, give me a she's burger. So and she's like, I'm putting a sweet potato in the oven and I'm eating that. If no, I cannot. I just don't have the the strength. I know. And it's so her story is so interesting too. And yeah, I just think what's great though about all of it is you don't necessarily have to do something the way someone else is doing. You can mm-hmm. be inspired by it, but in every single one of those episodes, we took things away from each one that did make us better. Doesn't yeah. mean we're gonna go and do it. Doesn't maybe it will. Who knows what it yeah. means? At the very least, it made us think. Yes. And look, now we're having this conversation. Yeah. And yeah, and this was also so. This episode wasn't planned originally, but yes. the more we were talking to people, the more we were like, "There's so much going on in our brains," and we were talking about it twenty four seven. We're working on a big project, and it's a lot of menial work. It's a lot of like adding tags because there's thousands of products to tag. Um, and it's us doing it. Yeah, and it's literally time. there's four of us, two interns and two regular employees, and I mean, we have I guess one here. regular employee and one CEO. I'm regular. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm as regular as they come. <laughs> um, but we 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 were just talking about these podcasts a lot, and all of our thoughts seemed like we wanted to have them almost with the community. So if you feel any type of way about what we're saying here please dm us on instagram or send us an email i mean that's old-fashioned but um any way you know how to reach us please do because we'd love to hear your thoughts if you have similar um experiences different experiences please do because we like for example val's story on adoption that's not the be all end all of adoption like she's not a specialist on adoption her story is a story that's her journey of adoption your journey might be different your experience, your thoughts on it might be different. And we're just trying to get as many stories on to- any topic as possible. And we want to hear your thoughts on the episodes just like us. Yeah. Um, we were like, these episodes are... So- We've just found ourselves at lunch all the time just talking about the episodes. And we're like, wait, 
we should make this a thing every month and to hear your you as in everyone listening to hear your thoughts about the episodes and like how it made you feel I would love to read those Mm. and be able to be like oh her saying this made me feel like this and I'd be like oh my gosh wow that's a whole Mm. other perspective Mm -hmm. and way to think about it like creating this open dialogue safe space conversation because again that's what this is about today is the rarest la day the most special la day it's raining finally i got to work super early so i can make my matcha my gold matcha i'm obsessed with it we all know it but i have a whole routine in the morning now so it's the best but i feel like the rain adds to the coziness of the gold pure matcha routine i have it in my hand right now if you could see it steaming the green steam, the cozy, gold in the cold. We love it. No, but truly, we're such big fans of gold, and we want all of you to be too. They are just doing everything right, and all of their products are accessible, easy, and fun for all. They just have such a suite of superfood products that we just can't get enough of. And they're easy to add into your routine, just like Yola did. Maybe it's a rainy day, maybe it's a hot day, but no matter what, gold is the way. So we want you all to enjoy it. You can find gold online at gold.co, that's G-O-L-D-E dot C-O, and on Instagram at gold, G-O-L-D-E. And of course, use code ALLTHEBABIES15 for 15% off your next order from gold. I mean, take it from Yola, take it from me. We just can't get enough of them, and we want you to all try these amazing products so go 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 and also i think something really interesting with these stories is like we try to hit as many different points as possible and so there's like a complexity to to people in general and i think what happened for me too was, I mean, obviously there's a complexity to people. (laughs) Sometimes I say things and I'm like, wow, German brain. Um, But I think what's been interesting for me is the fact that, like, with each person that comes on, there are multiple moments where I'm like, yeah, I feel similarly, or I've experienced that too, or, oh my God, I'm definitely going to watch out for that when I give birth. Um, <laughs> aka scary. fourth degree tears yeah and Drew's like yeah that's totally normal right <laughs> that shows how little I know I know poor Val talking about her fourth degree tear where her three holes turned into one and I was like oh that's pretty common right because you always hear about tears you know yeah. things like that she's everyone's like, like everyone tears she's like no no babe fourth degree and I was like Oh, so I'm usually hearing like about a first degree or second degree. Where it's like, I was like, what do you mean fourth degree tear? Is this like a third degree burn? I like, what does that mean? No, but it is so, so fascinating. And I think that it's interesting. I had, my friend had a beautiful birthday lunch yesterday and I went there and she had two other friends come who I hadn't met. And we all sat down for three hours and Mm. like, I felt so fulfilled after by all the conversations. I haven't even told you about Mm. this, but, and you're meeting all these people. And one of the women who was sitting there just had a newborn baby, beautiful. She had, 
she has a really interesting story. I want to have her on the pod. And the other woman I also want to have on the pod. I mean, I want all of them on the pod. <laughs> um, and she was actually going through a lot of struggling around fertility and, mm. and trying to get pregnant and having a miscarriage and going through that pain too. And she just mentioned how, because the, the topic of our podcast came up and she mentioned how it is such a time where you feel alone. Like truly nobody understands what you're feeling. Nobody knows how to even try to understand mm. because each experience is so individual. Each yeah. experience is so unique. You know, everybody handles pain, trauma, blah, 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 differently. Yeah. And so to hear her say, like, just being able to have people have conversations around these topics feels like a safe yeah. space. Feels like what I need, you know? It's so interesting that this doesn't exist more because, I mean, we love gossip. Like, we... <laughs> We literally sit around and gossip Positive about... Positive gossip. Loves, no, no, no. Like, loves blind gossip. Not like, did you see Lisa from across the street? We're not like, shit talkers. No, like we're like, oh my God, I love is blind. Do you think that's real? Like, <laughs> or like reality TV. Yeah, exactly like that. But I, it's interesting that we talk so much, but there's so much we don't talk about. There's yeah. like topics that are acceptable. Like, um, like in My Fair Lady when she... I don't know. I just watched this. So when she gets told what she is allowed to talk about and what she isn't because she can only say certain things in a correct British accent. But it's like those are the acceptable topics, like weather. Um, I don't know what else it was, but it was just like... I don't know why I brought that up just now. But it is this idea of like, we are so inclined to have the safe conversation, to have the like... Oh, how's the weather? Love your outfit. Mm, the food is so good. Do yeah. you love this chicken as much as I love this chicken? But, like, but even with like close friends, there's like the thing that's always acceptable is like talking about latest reality TV yeah. and like I the don't know safe conversations. Yeah. And what I loved about this lunch is there was no beating around mm. the bush. We sat down, we got into it, and it was like each person told their story, yeah. and I was like, this is everything we're trying to yeah. do. And also like everyone has fears like if I tell you like so when I was really young like I've always known I want kids like always it was like yeah I don't know there was just something I was like if there's one thing I want in life it's children um but when I was younger like 14 15 I had a point where I was like very very afraid that I would never meet anyone in my entire life I was like I'm gonna be single forever I'm going to be 30 and flirty and not in a relationship. And that means that I will meet someone maybe in my 30s and I will not be at the point with that person where I'm ready to have kids with them. What am I going to do? So I went to my dad at like a 15, 15 years old in Canada. I was like, Dad, I just want you to know if I don't meet anyone by the time or if I don't have a partner that I want kids with, by the time I'm like 35, I will take my eggs, I will get some sperm, and I will be impregnated because I want kids more than I want anything else in life. And that that like as a 15 year old, I was I was already terrified that I, I could not get pregnant, that I would have miscarriages. But like there were so many things that I was already worrying about when I was so young. Like how did I even think but about those society. things? That's the issue. And, like, that's why talking to each one of these women was so life-giving because you actually 
are forced to look inward again mm-hmm. and you look inward based off of their experience but it hits you in certain ways yeah. and you're like oh so even brandy like when she had her first miscarriage she literally it was really drawn out and that's painful and she didn't even know her do- she had to see multiple doctors mm-hmm. she didn't know what to do and she was having to google things like can i have sex after a miscarriage how long do i wait to have sex until after mi-? like all of these things and it's these things where you're just like, yeah, I, I have no, 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 mm. no idea. Yeah. And then you hear these stories and you're like, okay. So we are able to break these rules off that we thought when we were little kids. Like even this lunch I was at, they were talking about how they were like, it makes me so angry that 35 became the age. And that's the age we both have in our head. She was like, that is not the age. She was like, every fertility doctor I have seen says that they literally look at their patients 38 and under a certain way and then they look at their patients 38 and over a certain way so 38 is the number so 38 (laughs) is the number but how did we cut three years off of that because we're just afraid that in between 35 and 38 there is a chance we might not be able to so we don't want to i don't want to leave it to the last moment if i leave it to the last moment and something goes wrong i mean i mean That's where it's interesting, too, because that's where my child brain was like, the only way I can be happy and have a child is if I have a child myself. But now as an adult, and especially hearing Val's story, I was like, if I can't have a child, not the end of the world. Things are changing, science evolving, like all these things, who knows? But most of all, there are so many kids that need to get adopted. And if you have the power, the funding, Mm. or to foster. And I love that she was talking about reconciliation because I only ever, because my selfish ass is like, if I have a kid, I have a kid and it's mine. Yeah. Like, you know, like I... Oh, it changes. Yeah, 100%. And I love that she was talking about it. I mean, she already has two kids, so she's thinking about it in a much more grown-up way than I am. Um but the fact that she's thinking about reconciliation and like taking on people that necessarily in or wouldn't necessarily in other situations be first choice. I, I mean, it's... Because, yeah, much easier to take on a baby than it is to take on a teenager that's already had trauma. Like, how do you deal and with someone? And that's what they want. They yeah. literally want... They want, like, a teen pregnant. They want a pregnant teen. Yeah. I mean... Well, that's an option. That's an option, yeah. but I think they were talking about yeah. that. She said, but it's... Yeah, it's it's so interesting the story that we tell ourselves, and then mm-hmm. having these conversations are like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. this story can look so different, whether that be good, bad, or ugly. Yeah. I obviously had a very picturesque thought about pregnancy, but that was also because my mom had two really easy pregnancies with my huh. brother and I. But then again, huh. she was so young. She had my brother yeah. at twenty and me at twenty-four. But I mean, my mom got pregnant really young and had miscarriages, and then had me at what? 34 yeah so 33 34 and there's three of you there's three of us and she had my sister when she was 40 or 41 so I mean and that was I think the easiest pregnancy because her body was already used to being pregnant so at 41 she was like I'm goddess I'm queen (laughs) she she is is. goddess (laughs) and queen but I would have loved to have her on but she's so cute in German yeah. and English. Obviously, That's why she can't be yeah. here. I mean, I can barely do this. 
<laughs> you guys will probably comment like, you I don't did understand. Hear, you did say, I have child but. again. That's your favorite one to do. You can't, you can't speak as children in twos. You can just have one. Yeah, because child. now it's more fun to do it this way. It is. I've accepted it. Like, I've accepted this mistake about myself. <laughs> it's not a mistake. It makes you better. But also something that I thought was just like, it's really hard to share these things about yourself. It's mm. really hard to be vulnerable and like really real with people you barely know on a podcast like I'm telling you I'm probably gonna ask you to cut like 30% of what I'm saying I love everything <laughs> you say um and but, so will everyone else but it's like that's hard that's like a lot to expect from someone to be like hey we, we'd love to hear your story please come and share and all these women have been so 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 open oh my with gosh what they've shared and how they're sharing and when we ask them for advice it's incredibly mindful and it's very thought out and lived in and learned from you feel that knowledge through them and sometimes we're just like a couple of years younger and I feel like I'm like listening to my teacher in like kindergarten and you're like starry-eyed like sitting cross-legged on the floor like (sighs) I feel like kind of a kiss-ass but I can't even help it because I'm just so (laughs) obsessed with everything I mean I think the perfect example too is when we had our interview with Sinmia, I asked her, I was like, can you introduce yourself? Mm-hmm. And she, the way even she set that up, she goes, because I'm remembering it, she was like, I am a mother. I, I am. come to you as a mother. Yeah, she said, I come to you as a mother, mm-hmm. as a lover, as a, like every mm-hmm. single, it was so, I was like, Suddenly, I wanted to change how I explained myself all the time. I was like, yeah. that is the most present way yeah. to literally be like, you, you're you all invited into this space. And I'm coming to you as this yeah. essence, this being. Even so how yes. she... Wow. She's so... Yeah. How she compared us to animals, too. Because I've been thinking about that ever since she said that. <laughs> she was like, you know, we're just animals, but yeah. we can speak. Smart, smarter. Yeah. We can make thoughts and like actually thinking about that, it makes me want to reevaluate the complexities of life and relook at how simple it is. You know, you see yeah. little Olio, my dog, running around all the time. It's so simple. Yeah, and what actually matters? Like, I think yes. we make life so complicated for no reason. Oh my gosh. Like, there's things that I worry about where, like, really, if I took a step back, I would be like, Yola. Why are you worrying how you're gonna find parking at this Trader Joe's? Like, yeah. Why? And we let it overtake yeah, us. Exactly. And it's also a lesson in anxiety, yeah. moving back to that. like. So why do we choose to... If we know we get anxious about these things, why do we choose to have that thought? If, like, I don't and know. And then sometimes... you think about the bigger picture of what's actually going yeah. on in the world, and you're like, I'm complaining about this? Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. I mean, every, every feeling is valid, absolutely. Yeah. But it is this idea of like okay if we actually bring it back to earth and the simplicity of just being like all that humans really need is to be loved and to give love is to eat and drink and to you know cohabitate procreate just live like be on this earth like that's what that's why i love dogs like that's what but that's what she was saying too is like Food is a sustainer. Yes. It's a nourisher and that's it. Like, if you really look at it in a, like, very basic way, it's a nourisher. Yeah. And, like, she was like, 
I don't if as long as I don't faint, which is a little bit extreme, I think. But for her, it makes sense because yes. that's how she's approaching everything. She's like, I need as much as I need, and that's that. And it's also wow in the simplicity of three. She's like, if it has more than three ingredients, mm-hmm. I don't need to put it in my body. Like she doesn't yeah. even use shampoo, conditioner, or body wash, and she smells good. Let me tell you. Yeah. And she looks. She, mm, oh my god. Talk about the most beautiful person inside and out. I mean. Yeah. You can tell. It's she's nourished. It's insane because when they like when you think like oh you can tell like if a person really taking care of themselves it shows on the outside blah 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 all those things with her I've never met someone where like if I see her. I can see how well she's taking care of herself and how in tune she is with herself. It shows so much. It's an inside and outside. It's all around. I wonder if people can see. It's not just a facade. Yeah, I wonder if people can see um, how little I'm taking care of myself sometimes, like personally. I think that we, (laughs) well, considering the type of stress we're under right now with Mm. this project, but I mean. Yeah, it it does go back to, I mean, you look great all the time, but even hearing her talk about brittle nails, I was like looking down at my Dude, nails fuck. and I was like, oh my God, your nails are so strong in mine. I'm I don't breaking look every at my two nails. seconds. I was don't like, what am I doing wrong in my, in my health and, and about connecting back to your intuition. But I also think you being like, what am I doing wrong? Blah, blah, blah. Is like exactly what she doesn't want you to do. I know. She wants you to be like, okay, so what feels good? And I also think like that is something that I really want to do is have a week like I've been thinking about this have like a week where with everything I'm doing I'm very conscious Mm. and mindful so if I like eat something afterwards I'll be like how did I feel when I ate that how did that make me feel when I showered like I'm like because I don't ever think about anything I'm so like in the flow that I wake up I put clothing on or I shower and I put clothing on I brush my teeth and I go out the door and I'm at work I know and then I come home and I'm tired and I lay on my couch and then I go to sleep it's like cycles unbroken cycles where I think if I gave myself like a week where I'm more like where I'm slowing down would be so life-changing like every couple of months do like a reset that's what she was talking about with the fasting as well yeah which i loved but yeah once you it takes what 21 days to start a habit i think it is don't quote me on that but it's something along i've only heard this from you so yeah you should know (laughs) so i know i do mention this a lot or 21 days i don't know because you were doing duolingo yeah (laughs) trying to really get good at my french but it is this idea of once you start to do it and you reap the benefits of doing it, then it gets stuck in your body and in your mind. And you're like, oh, I want to keep feeling this. I yeah. keep it. Like the only time I've ever been actually present in in what you were just describing is when I found out I was allergic to collagen. <laughs> or not allergic, but having bad reactions to oh, it. Oh, yeah. I remember you remember because you were mm-hmm. in this process. I was like really on this collagen kick. I was putting, putting in my coffee, blending it, doing all this stuff. And I was incapacitated i was so nauseous Mm. to the point where i was like throwing up some days and then i was like i need to do a test on my body and i knew that it was going to be uncomfy because i was going to have to again put my body through that if that was actually the thing but i was conscious enough to be like okay i'm going to have my collagen you know coffee blended this morning just go about my day i'm not i'm going to eat really healthy food see got really nauseous got sick next day i was like okay i'm not going to do any collagen 
felt so good. I was like, let me feel that two more days. Did it, and then tried the collagen one more, and I was like, it's a hundred percent that. Yeah. And then my you body. did some research on collagen in general, and you found that for some people it has that reaction. Yeah, and I went even went to the doctor, and he was like, yeah, you're producing too much like natural calcium. That the collagen is is overdoing. This is also why. Side note, I don't know why I'm acting like a doctor right now, but this is why people do overdo supplements mm. often and 100%. why you know you could think that you're the healthiest person in the world taking your vitamin c d e whatever zinc mm. every day but maybe you're taking too much zinc maybe you're taking yeah it's all about so balancing i we met at glossier for people that don't know but yeah. glossier was a lot of girls that and everyone always was on a kick of some sort mm. and um but everyone's always on a kick and for a while it was like supplements and everyone was always sharing what they're taking and bringing things to work and then I was like okay before I like also get on this kick because it seems like really serious you're taking all these things into your body that your body should naturally be producing so I mean supplements are really there in case your body has a problem and it's not producing like if you're like iron yes vitamin d vitamin d like if you're in Berlin in the winter take your vitamin d obviously duh of course. but if you're in LA and you're outside a lot of the time why do you need vitamin d unless your doctor is saying like these are your um i don't know like only know the german word well your blood level yeah you have to levels. get like a blood exactly test, yeah. and then i talked to weirdly enough my nose throat ear doctor <laughs> i don't know what that guy's called your nose and throat doctor yes but it has like a scientific name i think oh, I, didn't, I just called the ear nose <laughs> that person mine's really cool he was in pasadena he's like an old dude and we did blood levels and everything was okay and he was like you know it's really scary because if you start taking too much and your body is naturally producing it and you're taking more your body's like hey i have too much i'm going to produce less so then you start oh to take more because your body's producing less and then you're stuck on this like cycle of supplements yeah. and when he got my blood results back he went through it and he made me a list of things i should eat mm. he was like you should start buy there. this specific olive oil sounds like sydney yeah exactly Literally. yeah but that, that, like, what was so cool about her was that she was so mindful about every single thing. It wasn't just like, yeah, eat vegan. No. It was like, eat this then, eat this in this season. Like, it listen was all about to when things grow. Seasons. Yeah. Which is what we've fully lost, especially living in California. I mean, yeah. beyond grateful for the sun and the weather. But you've actually taught me this a lot where you're like, oh, yeah, like, strawberries are definitely not in season like that's probably why they're massive in gmo yeah. strawberry vibes are like oh my god like we have a tangelo tree in the front <laughs> yard and we're they were so in season like a few yeah. weeks ago and we'd climb the tree and grab them and you could taste yeah. the difference oh my god and we we lose sight of that and for Sidmia to be so connected to the earth that she's like this is the harvest season for this oh it's nut season it's this like this is the time yeah. to eat these things it's true it's education why is this not taught to us in school? Why is there not a um, like food class? I don't know what you would call it, but like dietary, like it could be so fun being like, hey kids, like this is a seasonal chart. Draw the things in that you grow in oh each season. Gosh. Like that's, I feel like I did something like that in Germany actually. Probably. Yeah. But that's the knowledge I want and that we need and that having these conversations is yeah. somewhat giving us, you know, that's not to say we're speaking to experts by any means. I do think. Yeah. Story. Story. Yeah. But I do think Sinmia is extremely knowledgeable, and yeah. and you and that is her craft. That's her field. She has a son botanicals. That is her 
herbal, um, what is what apothecary. Is, apothecary, thank you. I yeah. love that word. That is her apothecary line. That is her. She just got land to grow mm-hmm. herbs and all those things. Um, that was another thing I learned. Have the loose leaf tea. Yeah. I mean, she didn't really go into why, but I've read about it, and I think it's because the bag tea is from yeah. like the bottom, so it's like the dust of the loose leaf. But that's it's just not something as like I read. nourishing, probably. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, wow, we're already at forty minutes. This is fun. Um, <laughs> we we definitely need to do this because look at us, we're having a great yeah. fun. But all this to say is all of these episodes have even led us to have this 40-minute conversation, to go in these separate yeah. tangents, to want to expand our knowledge, to want to teach each other, to want to grow, like, whatever. And I think it's such a lesson in, again, taking judgment off. Like, it doesn't mean that we have to agree. It doesn't mean that we have to disagree. But yeah. we are so accepting of all these conversations in a way that we are having now this conversation mm-hmm. of, like, wow, this made me feel some type of way. Well, there's a plane right now going over. But you know what I mean? I think. Yeah, we love it. Um, but also I think... Okay, I forgot what we were going to say because there's a plane. But I was talking about how just like the judgment is fully taken out of the picture. And now we just want to learn yeah. and grow and yeah. divulge and, you know. Yeah, and I think we're having this conversation here now, the two of us, but... I'm really, 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 really hoping that by the time it hits summer and we have a lot more episodes out, like let's say 20 more episodes, we can have these kinds of episode discussions in person. Like what I'm also seeing is that the people who were part of the episodes Mm. that want to come back, we do a little like in-garden thing where they sit, they can take questions from people. And we can record it live. We can record it live. It'll be more like a panel situation. We'll have maybe some of our sponsors there to like give us some little treats and some Yummy some things fun to sip adventure. On. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it's so true. There's just there's so much opportunity with this and I cannot wait. I know. Oh my god. Look at look at Yola being all optimistic. Yeah. That's my little dreamer. I turned her into <laughs> this. That's my little German optimist. <laughs> oh my god. Well, god. honestly, guys, I hope you like this is fun. <gasps> Oh my god, yeah, I just fun. had a... <laughs> Please, Yola? Okay, I wish you could see the scene. She just did a full superstar. She like lifted her hands. She was like doing jazz hands. She's very excited about telling what, Something. what do you have to say. I want to have... Uh, Samia teaches us how to make sauerkraut a meetup. Yeah, you were very interested. Like she said the word sauerkraut and, and you I, turned into a baby. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. This is I like, love her to teach us everything. I am made of sauerkraut. <laughs> I am a sauerkraut lady. <laughs> okay, Yola. I was not expecting you to be that excited about sauerkraut, but I'm here for it. But no, it's the best probiotic there is, and it's oh, the I cheapest. Really, it's extremely good for you. But I mean, it's truly also like very German. Like this yeah, is I'm what my grandma here. feeds me. She's like, open your mouth. You have to eat this now. Can you do the whole next episode with your German accent? Because I'm very into it. I can only do it sometimes. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll take advantage <laughs> of this time. Um, since I'm all OCD about numbers, I want to end at 45. So So we have like a minute. But wait, who knows what we're going to Should we just not cut? Should this be like an uncut episode? Uncut Jams. Uncut Jams. I was just no. after these movies. Uncut Jams. But we can't. Does everyone because, know that TikTok? Because 
then I'm just gonna sound super random. I don't and think weird. you sound. I think that was the point of this episode. Tangent vibes. Oh, I thought you were gonna talk about tangents. <laughs> the point of this episode was tangents. Yeah, you were just trying to tell people that you have tangents. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I get it. We're all jealous. But honestly, this was really fun. I hope you all enjoyed this type of, you know silly but serious conversation between Yola and I because we do want to keep bringing this to you. We encourage you to ask us questions so that when we are recording Mm -hmm. the next one of this, we can have this open conversation and bring in way more alternative perspectives and views and differing opinions and feedback and all of it and really, you know, dive deep. And And dive shallow sometimes. Like we were at the beginning of the episode and like kind of right now. We're both kind of on like a... Yeah, keeps pointing at the back of our hair over her headphones and like (laughs) measuring it like she's measuring her bangs. Oh, actually, you want to know something really funny that I did yesterday that I haven't told you? Oh, God. And you didn't even comment, so you definitely didn't make it. (laughs) You definitely didn't notice, so I guess it didn't make that much Did you get a nose? Yeah, a day ago. I got a full face wax. (laughs) I I woke up. I woke up, and I just can't explain it. I felt dirty. Harry? Like, I've been... I'm Harry an, Potter? I'm, I'm Armenian. We all know that I have, you know, Mediterranean... I've gotten Excuse lasered. Excuse me. You have normal hair. It is pretty normal, but, I mean, I've gotten my arms waxed many times, so the hair is thin. But anyways, I woke up, and I just felt really insecure, and I was like, I need to do this for myself. Um, and I found a place. It's like it's like getting an upper did, lip did wax, but doing like it a- all over. Did you go to like a male barber? Have you seen those videos no, where they do like an entire wax? wax. You, you want to touch they... my face? It feels like a baby's butt. Oh. You don't like it. Feels like when you get your vagina waxed. Oh. <laughs> well, this is a podcast about all the things, so so your baby is that soft. No, but I did that for myself, and I felt like it was first of all instant glowing. I was glowing yesterday. Like a clean micro... Most people do dermaplaning. Yeah. Like shaving of the face. I've tried that. Alex wouldn't kiss me. He said it felt like stubbly or something after. (laughs) He was like... Okay, wait, wait. Did you tell him before he kissed you? Or did you tell him after and he noticed something? I told him before. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was mental for him. It was Because I do that too. And I can't feel a difference. And Jesse obviously wouldn't. Yeah. I also want everyone to know that I'm not like hairy on my face she was so hairy i could barely <laughs> see her face i was i just didn't want to say anything because i was like that will just and i have like a tiny forehead it was just covered in hair no it no. was peach fuzz it was peach fuzz but yeah i don't i honestly i can see the difference between your eyebrows i did get my unibrow done but it is it's your uni- the word honestly sometimes i wonder you did not have a unibrow i had a few hairs i feel like a it. grandma sometimes i'm like Talking to my grandchildren, so you are perfect that way. I, you know how uh, us women. This this podcast is gonna make me better. I know it's gonna mm-hmm. make me way less psychoanalyzy. But anyways, I thought <laughs> I can't speak anymore. Anyways, now I'm over forty five. I had to tell you oh, that story. Shit. Now it has to go to sixty. No, it's, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Maybe forty eight. But <laughs> I and I've told I told my girlfriends at lunch yesterday too. And they were like, what's a full face wax? But it's just a normal thing. It's like getting your upper lip, your cheek, your unibrow. Yeah, but have you seen those male videos where they get like one layer of wax except the places that shouldn't get waxed and they pull it off in one piece? Oh, 
I imagined that. No, it was, like, it was very like, much like, it, you know, Jesus. it took 45 minutes. It was like, I loved my life. Anyways, if anyone wants to go, up? I found a great place. Yeah, but how did you even I want to tell them the place. Yeah, okay, tell them. It's called Saving Sorry. Faces, which was a very confusing <laughs> name. <laughs> this is not sponsored. It was really cute. It's in Marina Del Rey. I'm the girl was Shauna. Saving Faces. I felt like she saved my face. That, she, in that moment. She did not. Thank you. But whatever hair that th- was there is no longer. She, she like, looks at her, her, your face and in the back of her mind, she's like... Um, this girl has no hair on her face, but yeah, sure, one hundred and thirty dollars. Do you want to know? Actually, this is a, a really funny backstory of why I need to tell told this story in the beginning, in the first place. I went to Sephora the other day. I think I told you this. No, Maybe not. You did not. Because I just had run out of my Ilia um, skin tint thing. Oh, I like that stuff. Wow, we need to be sponsored by these people. Yeah. Okay. These people, Ilya. <laughs> we need to be. Hello, Ilya. We love. We're throwing down some solid plugs. Saving faces, Ilya, Sephora. Anyways, I was at Sephora the other day, and I needed to get a new matched color. And the sales associate came up to me, and they have this new, I guess, technology now. And they take their phone, and it has this like crazy magnifying glass camera, and they put it on your cheek to match your skin to the color first of all perfect match i'm very satisfied with the color but through this technology and he shows me and i guess like as he turned it it still had the photo and i saw just like thin black hairs on my face oh my god dude and ever since i was traumatized and i was like I need okay to. you should sue sephora <laughs> so, but i think it was like the close-up of all close-ups but mm. when i tell you there was some it wasn't cute yeah, but I don't have loops for eyes. <laughs> loop for eyes? Like, I don't know, is, is it called a loop in English? That you look through and everything's magne- magnetized? <laughs> it's a microscope. In German it's called a lupe. I don't have loops for eyes. <laughs> Sorry, microscope. I don't have eyes like that. I can't I know. see that. Nobody does, but that really took me for a loop. A loop? <laughs> Oh my god, we're going psycho. Is it time to end? Maybe. It's kind of fun. I feel like it's Tory yeah. time. <laughs> Anyways, time to. This is what get our life is work. always like at work. Can um, we get back to work? It's kind of been like. Yeah. It's time. Yeah, it's time. Anyways, this was really, really fun. And we we want to keep giving you these recaps. We hope you've loved all the episodes so far. We have a lot of exciting ones that are coming, um, exciting sponsors. Just exciting, all of it. So a lot of good wine that's been had. So keep tuning in. Keep giving us your reviews, your feedback, your stars, your love, your happiness. And let's and hold us to doing this in person because we really want to just meet you guys all yeah. and have these conversations. Mm. Any last words, Yola? No, I think I've spoken enough. Yeah, we were really talkative today. I will be quiet for the rest of the day. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we we just gave away all our coins. We're exhausted now. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Uh, Thanks, guys, and have a beautiful one. Poop, poop, poop.